what's up? You are now listening to The Limitless Experience with Eric. Thank you for tuning in. Today's episode is a recap and reaction to episode six of The Shy, and I do have a co-host with me today. Hi, I'm Rue. I've been watching The Shy since season one. I've really enjoyed it. Nobody else around me watches it. I live in London, uh, so I just tend to go on Twitter to find people to talk to about it, and uh, I came across Eric, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm just glad to be here today to discuss episode six and share my views and opinions. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, <laughs> so, I enjoyed last night's episode. So, do you want to talk mm-hmm. about what Kevin should have done a long time ago, or do you want to talk about who shot Duda? Let's just get straight into who shot Duda. Let's, we can come back to Kevin later, but let's, let's talk about <laughs> who shot him. All right. Okay, um, so, were you expecting it, though? Hell No. I was blown away. I was blown away. You know how they say shocked, but not surprised? Yeah. I was shocked. Yeah. yeah. I was shocked, but I was not surprised. And it's funny because because we were just having the conversation. Right, exactly. It could have been anybody. And we were just talking about Brandon. So, um, Uh yeah, I was definitely shocked to see that it was his mom. Now, my thing is, how did she get into the gala? Okay, so let's remember why I said why I said that I suspected um, Rosalind. Mm-hmm. So now, when you watch the the beginning scenes before we actually start the episode, mm-hmm. they show you different scenes, and then there was a part where he tells Tracy, "I'm gonna be on the roof." Now, it made me wonder why did they show you that part? Like she must she must have been working with someone to know where Duda was. So I feel like it's either Tracy or Rosalind. Somebody has a part to play in this. Wow. So, wow. That's an interesting take. So you think Rosalind knew and in exchange, mm-hmm. because think about what happened when she shot him. She oh, didn't, Tracy. she, what? she injured him. She didn't kill him. Mm-hmm. Do you but think she said, I'm here to end your life. So she might not have known that he didn't die. No, come on now. You want to end somebody's life. It's a headshot or a shot through the heart. Not a shot yeah. in, the, in the side. Come on now. And only mm-hmm. one time she had on gloves. She had all the time in the world. You standing over, standing over him, talking to him. Empty the clip if you want to yeah. kill him. I guess she said. I, I guess she didn't say I want to kill you. She said I want to end your life. So that could be many things, you know. And like I said, the reason why I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards Tracy as well is they have one thing in common. They both have sons that are dead, right? Right, right, right. Where I'm going with that exactly. And I thought the timing of her coming back was quite specific. Duda was Duda had defunded the police, and I feel like he was being protected initially. If you think about it, you right. have bad cops, you have good cops. Right. Now him defunding the police obviously defunds everybody, so good or bad. And I have a feeling because think about it, why? How did Brandon's mom know that he had something to do with his death? Because she saw him at the funeral, she didn't right. say anything. Right. So where did this where did this come from? So I feel like it's quite coincidental that. He defunds the police, and then all of a sudden, she comes out of nowhere, and she knows that he has a hand in Brandon's death. Do you, do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah, I mean, she did have. She probably had mother's intuition, though. I mean, Brandon got that expensive truck out of nowhere, and she's, you know, she's not brand new to what happens in in the world. So she probably just assumed that, you know, maybe my son is involved in some bad things with this guy, which is... But it's an assumption. You would need concrete proof to go... I mean, you can tell she's not in the best headspace. She's lost two two children, mm-hmm. you know, so you could tell that she's not where she's supposed to be. So I understand that. So she wouldn't make the best decisions. But I'd like to think if you're going to go out and potentially shoot someone, you would you would have not concrete evidence, but, you know, evidence that comes from a source that is legit, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. That does make sense, Um, what you're saying. But what my thing is... How does she sneak into the gala, right? I mean, I didn't think that maybe she had somebody on the inside helper, but now that you say that, like, was she watching him the entire time? Like, how did she know uh-huh. he was on the roof? And and I, like I said in the previous episode, this party should have only had authorized personnel only. And also, uh-huh. he was walking around with a security guard close by. So for the fact yeah. that his personal security was not around and the um, even the, the, the other security that wasn't there specifically for him, how did uh-huh. they allow her to make it up to that roof, especially with the gun, too? So maybe she had some help. But, um, yeah, I was definitely shocked to see her come back. The only thing is, 
is that the only time we'll see her in the complete season? Because we saw her that one time, and then that was it. Yeah. So did, where did she go? What is her next move going to yeah. be? She wasn't wearing a mask. He knows who she is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's... I feel like, to be honest, we because we didn't think she was going to come back and she's come back, they've left it open to the possibility that there might be more to the storyline where they might explain a bit more, if that makes sense. So they could delve into that later mm-hmm. on, if that makes sense, because we didn't expect to see her. She showed up. So right. there is a possibility that you know, we might get more because, you know, people, we did complain about the fact that how did Brandon die? And then we just swept him under the carpet. And that might be their way of kind of trying to tie the story back in. Put some closure on it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel, and I feel like, you know, I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying it's Tracy or whatever, but I am saying that I do definitely feel like she had somebody on the inside. She couldn't have done this by herself. There is no way. You know, mm-hmm. she just looked like she didn't care. So she doesn't look like the type that would necessarily be hiding in the shadows. She definitely had some some help because when, you know, skipping forward to seeing Tracy come to the hospital at some point, she looked like she didn't care. You right. know, so she obviously knows something or she's unbothered about something, if that makes sense. So I feel well, like there's something. The thing with that is, and I hate to go back to power, <laughs> but do you remember in power uh-huh. where the woman uh, that was helping Ghost in his campaign she asked him uh-huh. about his past and he kept telling her, oh, that's over, that's done with. Like, that was kind of also what was happening with uh, Otis Perry and Tracy because she asked him about his past and he said he can't change what he was, right? So uh-huh. she uh-huh. knows that he's dirty. So I believe that maybe Tracy kind of, just like us, she she's not surprised, you know what I mean? that he was shot because yeah, but she to knows. take somebody's son or child away that is something she can relate to do you understand what i'm saying like it depends on what it is if you're you know selling drugs or you're doing that's different but has to, tracy to, has to do something mm-hmm. has tracy ever met brandon's mom i mean, i don't know if she haven't but don't forget they're part of the same community you know so even if we haven't seen them physically me, I feel like she must have. I don't know where, but I'm going to have to go back and check. But they must have crossed paths at some point, you know? And think about it. Remember when she got Ronnie? She had sent Ronnie on this wild goose chase to go and find the killer. Mm-hmm. You know, so the fact that she's capable of doing something like this, mm-hmm. for me, doesn't rule her out completely. Does that make sense? She is known for kind of making irrational decisions herself. And when she wants revenge, she wants revenge. And it doesn't matter who gets her. You know, mm. so that's where I'm a bit like, you know, because Rosalind, I thought Rosalind, but then remember he explained to Rosalind as well in the hospital because it sounded like she didn't know mm-hmm. about Brandon. No, she didn't. He he told her he who told it was. Her yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what made me think, mm, you know, but at the same time, when he was in hospital and she seemed to be taking charge, she I stepped up she very was, fast as if she was anticipating listen. this. She was ready. This is this is what she has wanted for the longest. Right. So that's what made me think Rosalind, because I'm like, hold on a minute. Now you get to shine. This is what you have wanted from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, she said, you know, I saw a glimmer of emotion in her when she wasn't sure which direction he was going in. Mm-hmm. You know, is he okay? Is he not? And I think when he finally came around, you know, you could tell she was a little scared. But then she quickly snapped out of that and then went into boss mode. You know, and then took over. And that's what made me think, hmm, you know, this seems a little too convenient for you. You know, he said it himself because I was thinking that. And he said, you're enjoying this a little bit too much. Right. Now, do do you recall the shy ever doing a flashback? Mm, About what? Like on on what exactly? Like anything. Like let's say something occurred that we didn't Mm -hmm. see. And then to bring us up to speed, they showed us a flashback. I'm not sure if this shy, uh, you know, the show goes yeah, that way. Like power, so. certain shows don't really do flashbacks. But now, yeah. if we if if Tracy or Rosalind helped out Brandon's mom, they would have to show us some type of flashback to that night where, hey, I'm gonna tell you where he is. If it this is if, but maybe if it's they, Rosalind. maybe it's not over. Maybe the storyline isn't over yet. You know, we're making an assumption here. This could go on. You know, so we can't. You know, I guess we can't assume because we didn't see it in this episode. It's not going to come up. You know. Mm-hmm. So, because remember, right now he doesn't trust anybody, and we saw that at the end with Trig and Imani picking him up. Right. So I feel like 
there's still that opportunity for us to still see because you know it's 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 incomplete we don't know how she got there mm-hmm. so it's open so maybe when finally something comes up he might uncover something and then that will you know then they'll do the flashback gotcha. or somebody might admit to something right 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 because that does sound like yeah. a fair exchange like hey i'll tell you where he's yeah. at just don't kill him you can shoot him don't yeah. kill him yeah 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 so uh, i'm 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 in two minds but i think we're gonna have to obviously see how things play out and, and see if we do get answers or not. You know, you know the shy has a has a, a habit of sweeping shit under the carpet. So exactly. we might, like we might he, not, but. next week's episode he may be outside of the obviously he's leaving the hospital, but he may be right back mm-hmm. at his job like, oh I'll find out who did this, blah 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 and never go back to it again. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah. but at the same time I feel like he, he, he seems quite shaken by this experience. Have you not noticed? He seems a bit broken. Right, he is. And it you know, I, I'm not sure if you noticed when he asked for Tracy. And it made me think, was he falling for Tracy? Because why was he asking where Tracy was? You know Well he he doesn't care, then, he doesn't like, care about Rosalind anymore. Tracy is no, the new woman then, he's committed to and he probably felt okay. like she was equally committed. Yeah. Until she came and <laughs> shatter that dream you know right. so i think at this point he's thinking i can't trust a single person because you know i don't like just as confused as he is we're confused because we don't know where any of this came from you know right so yeah now so didn't tell, they did, see the hurt didn't it appear as though he flatlined at one point he did he did literally i literally i was like hold on a minute is he flatlining i was like no but it would be too easy if he died come on like what somebody shoots him and then he dies and that's it come on like i i knew there was a part of me that was like shit is he actually going to die but well you know i thought that that might be too too i do believe someone's gonna die in the show but we'll get to oh, that in predictions. I think Jada. I'm feeling like Jada. Oh, well, you just gave it up because that's who I thought it was as well. So we don't even have to wait till predictions. Yeah. I think Jada is over. I think that storyline with her. I wish she wouldn't, you know. Yeah, but I don't think that she has much left to give us as far as storyline. You know what I mean? Because yeah. what yeah, is yeah. her storyline? Yeah, that's true. Because Emmett, you know, Emmett's moved out now. She's just the the grandma who's got a new boyfriend and she's trying to get her groove back you know what i mean even and even her boyfriend isn't a regular except for when he's around her you know what i mean and Uh it it was it's not like he has something that we're interested in going on you know what i mean so yeah um if they're going to introduce see i don't know if i don't know yeah i don't even know if brandon's mom will be a reoccurring character but i believe that as uh, the series like this go on, the cast gets uh-huh. smaller and the um, the storylines get deeper, right? So yeah, yeah. our favorite character is Emmett, right? So his mother dying, yeah. his, his, his mom dying will only add to his character. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah, I don't think Jada... It's going to rock him. It's going to change him in so many ways. You know? Exactly, but, exactly. Um, I don't think Jada mm-hmm. has much going on and then we hadn't seen his son in a while, uh, EJ. Yeah, right? that's true, EJ. Yeah, and we yeah, saw yeah. EJ with the mother, you know? Yeah. With the yeah. grandmother. You know, so. it just showed that they were spending family time, which is nice. You know, I mean, they seem to hang out anyway, you mm-hmm. know, but like you're saying, we hadn't seen EJ in the mix for a while. So it was yeah. kind of nice to see, you know, that they were still doing that yep. and stuff. And if you notice, obviously, the relationship, I know you don't like, um, what's her name? Tiffany. Uh, Tiffany. I can't stand her. But, you know, I feel like this episode gave me a bit of hope for them. Like, or am I wrong? For Emmett and Tiff? Yeah. Why? What gave like, you I'm hope? Like, I'm not saying they're not doing what they're doing, but the interaction and you know you can tell this there's, there's still something there did just, you see the way she was looking you know. at first of all i don't know if you know but that dude that they were talking to the tall black guy he's a he's a iman oh so you do know him. yeah did you see the way they were looking at iman shumpert yeah but they both were and, okay you know, that's acceptable that that's acceptable from dom because she got with emmett knowing emmett was involved with tiff you would expect that yeah, from Dom. business with pleasure, though. They're about their money. Remember that. So they, no, no, they no, were, no, no. They... I disagree. Really? Well, I'll say it this way. Tiffany just mm-hmm. wants the money fast. Dom, yeah. I guess Dom is a little bit more older and mature. So she's like, listen, mm-hmm. the money is coming, but let's make sure we do it right. Yeah. 
you're right she was definitely eyeing him up you know the funny thing is i actually had it on in the background while we're talking because i'm like you know i want to feel the and that's exactly the scene that's on now uh, <laughs> and i didn't notice it before. yeah they she was looking at iman Trumper as if she did not down. have right like she wanted him she wanted to eat him alive yeah yeah, yeah. But will she do that to Dante, though? Because, you know, she seems to be. You never know. You know, there is. So she's already married with Emmett, and you're more worried about yeah. whether she'll go behind Dante's back? Come on. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair that's crazy. Enough. But it's because we, we generally we had agreed that she was falling for Dante, and that's yeah, what I thought. Yeah, she is. So she I was is. Like, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I guess, like I said, they've left all these things open, so, you know, the possibilities are endless here. Mm-hmm. You know? But definitely something could happen. I didn't actually fully catch that i saw them smiling but i thought to myself money is what they're thinking about so you know in my head i was like were they just using charm to try and secure the deal you know that's kind of what no, i thought rather no, than they, she wants to jump his bones they got they got the point across very well tiffany and dom were both very 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 interested in iman mm-hmm. iman shumpert yeah yeah um but yeah let's go to kevin when kevin yeah. oh. punched big blow for me this this episode for kevin like i just yes. felt so disappointed no 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 kevin kevin got cool points for me i just wish he didn't elbow the teacher and oh, he boy. he made no, that teacher like, leak fast but when he punched jake that's what i've been waiting for because you're supposed to be my homie and like i said in my yeah. earlier episodes i don't think two boys two young men should be fighting over a girl but it's the principle yeah. of the matter, dude. You should have come to me and told me that my girl was stepping out of line with you. And more yeah. importantly, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have even let it get to this point. So when Kevin did yeah. that, I was actually happy. I wanted that to happen. And I'm glad that that was the opening scene. I care about who shot Duda, yeah. but I wanted Jake to get his face punched more. <laughs> That's true. But then look what happened. He punched and then now, like literally when I saw him fighting Jake and that punch landed on the teacher's face. I thought, oh Lord, just like that, you've lost your friend, you've lost your basic, I mean, I'm not going to say be drastic and say your future because, you know, just being in that school would have just opened up prospects for him, but he can still succeed, but it's just going to be a little bit harder than it would be for him had he stayed at the school. So as soon as I saw that, I thought, you know what, he's a black kid in a school where they're the minority. So I I feel like if it happened to a white kid, his parents would probably come in, pay a bit of money you know do this or whatever and they'd get away with it but with kevin you know i feel like jake would even get away with it because of duda but kevin doesn't have that backing Mm -hmm. you know he came of his own ability Mm -hmm. you know so as soon as i saw that i was like you know what these people have really messed up his life like it's just in in a split second the fact that he wasn't able to control his emotions as much as yes he he could have punched jake outside of school he didn't have to do this in the classroom you know he could have waited and then done that. But you do this in front of everybody where they... But I guess it, it goes to show that he wasn't thinking. He was just in his feelings. And to be fair, they were disrespecting him, to be honest. You know, because they were sitting there smiling, laughing. And I thought, you guys haven't even have, had a conversation with him. And you're smiling and laughing in his face. So how how is he supposed to react? But in the moment, look at what's happened. Now, you have no school to go to. Well, he does. He's probably going to go back to his normal school where Papa's at. But, you know, just like that, everything's down the toilet. All for a a silly little girl who probably, you know, he wouldn't have ended up with anyway. Very similar to another young kid that got kicked out of a great school he was in, Tariq St. Patrick. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm seeing a lot of similarities in in the two shows. Tariq gets placed into a choke, right? And then he gets kicked Uh out of choke, right? And then Uh Kevin gets placed into whatever the name of that school is. And he gets kicked out of it. Yeah. And then he also was like back and forth on, is he going to start being um, into alcohol and drugs or is he not yeah. similar to Tariq? But the difference is uh, Tariq has connections. You know, he had that guy, um, I can't remember his name. Um, Ster- is it Sterling? No, I can't remember his Stern. name. You know, he had people, yeah, he had people who could get him into places that he needed to go. So he got thrown out of trouble, but he still ended up in a good school. So he didn't go back to, you know, normal school he was still in a good school whereas kevin like i said got the admission through his own ability if that makes sense mm-hmm. so for him this is the end of the road that's 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 the difference between the two of them i guess yeah that's crazy because yeah. when they had that meeting and mm-hmm. um and i don't know how much time had passed because i know that he was told he was suspended indefinitely so i don't know how many mm-hmm. days had passed 
But when him and Dre were sitting in there with, uh, I assume, the headmaster of the school or whatever, and it yeah. seemed as though the conversation was, okay, you've been suspended, you've served X yeah, amount of days, was, you've was, learned your lesson. Yeah. But there's like zero tolerance. Like, I don't believe a zero tolerance. tolerance. No, I think this was just about Kevin. I feel right. like he's a black kid. You know, I feel, that's what I said. I feel like even Jake would have had a better, a better chance of getting back in because of Otis, you right. know, right. and his, his, his um, standing in a society. But right. Kevin had no chance. You know, so I feel like Kevin has done far worse than, I mean, Kevin, Jake has done probably far worse than Kevin has, and Jake's still there. Okay, right. he didn't punch a teacher, fair enough, but right. I feel like if anybody would have been thrown out, it would have been Jake, and he would have been thrown out a long time ago, but somehow he's still there, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like if he had done this to a teacher, I think he would have still been there. Right, right, right. Well, you know, poor so, Kevin, but I mean... I don't know. I mean, do you, so so that wasn't a fair exchange. Unleashing his anger on Jake's face, like you said, I guess he could have done it outside of school, but it was definitely yeah, I feel eating like he him up the wrong inside. Location. It was a wrong timing, you know, and there were way too many witnesses. But it just goes to show that he was just he. They haven't discussed this, and I think that's where Papa bringing them together was a good thing because obviously these are things that were bubbling up underneath, mm-hmm. and they needed to come out right because obviously if they don't what happens is you know it's a bit like if you assume something about somebody or mm-hmm. whatever it is until you have a conversation you know it things just get worse because then you start to imagine things you know so i feel like they needed somewhere to talk and what they were doing that was unfair to kevin is they were like i said they were being disrespectful you he has caught you you haven't even tried to speak to him and you're smiling and laughing in his face come on like Anyone would have punched Jake, or he can't punch Gemma, of course. But, Mm -hmm. you know, he had to take his anger out on somebody. And unfortunately, you know, he hit the teacher in, um, you know, the the teacher was in the crossfire, basically. Had he not touched the teacher, he would have been okay. But Mm -hmm. unfortunately, you know, they have to make an example of somebody, and that's him, you know? Yeah, poor Kev. Poor Kev. So who knows what's in store for him. But you did bring up Papa. And uh, I'm actually going to call him, oh, call him yeah. Stanley. Um, but I wasn't expecting any of that either. <laughs> right. But back to him being peacemaker, right? That made me think, mm-hmm. wasn't Maisha and Kevin a couple first? Okay. So they, I think basically Maisha liked Kevin. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, I, I can't remember. I think they kind of liked each other, but I guess it wasn't like, Gemma, if that makes sense, she liked him more, and then he was like, oh, "Okay, then you know that kind so of." He, thing. So it was I just a like, pity. It was just a pity, uh, like type. Yeah, of Yeah, it kind of sounds like it. Yeah, okay. it kind of sounds like he liked her, but it probably wasn't enough. If that makes sense, she expressed it, and she was kind of going above and beyond because she really liked him. But now, actually, you say I, co- I completely forgot that she actually liked Kevin first. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember how she got with Papa in the first place. That's what I'm saying. I feel like, I feel like season three, they were just. I think that maybe Jake and maybe just Jake was clowning Kevin for being with Maisha, right? And Maisha, then yeah. and then maybe Stanley said to Kevin, mm-hmm. "Hey man, if you like her, whatever, whatever." And then maybe because of that, Maisha took a liking to him. I believe. To Paul. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's just they're yeah. official. And then, obviously, they, they don't even care anymore. Jake and Gemma are official. Um, yeah. But back to Stanley. But I feel like, like you're saying, the Maisha thing, he wasn't official with Maisha. Like, they liked each other and they were hanging out. Right. But it was never, this is my girlfriend. Right. You know, and I think maybe that's what the difference is. Right. And if you notice, they were a lot, they were not a lot younger, but they were younger, if that makes sense. And, you know, a year or two does make a difference. They're so, not the, wait, Stanley, know, Stanley. More mature now. Oh, you mean back last season? Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Because they seem, even looking at Papa's face now, like, he seems a lot more grown up, you know. So he does, and like out of the three of them, yeah. his voice is the one that's starting to change now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you said you didn't expect like him to now. be jealous of Maisha? Yeah, I was surprised. I didn't, I, you know, I wasn't really sure. I was getting mixed signals, and I was like, yes, you know, he's supporting his girl. He's happy to, to see her shining. But then actually, as time went on, I was like, is he jealous, or is she being harsh on him? You know, I, I, I'm not, I, what's your thoughts on it? Because I'm not sure. Like, I felt like he just felt a bit left behind. But I didn't think it was that bad. Well, well, Maisha becoming a, a model, uh, that kind of happened out of nowhere. I didn't even know that's something she was working towards. So I guess... I think, was it a model or is it to do with her music? 
like is it just a shoot for something to do with well, her music it was a video shoot uh but i'm not or a photo shoot but i'm not sure what the purpose of it was but it looks like okay. she's getting a lot more exposure right now yeah than stanley is right so he just uh-huh. wanted a little bit of help and uh-huh. I, I i let's say he wanted on a scale of one to ten he probably was asking for about a 7.5, which is, yeah. is you're doing too much right now. Let her yeah. do her Have thing. Her and, and, yeah. And, yeah. and then once she's more established and has herself out there, then she can come back and assist you. But I feel like he's but trying to... Do you think s- he's, he's scared she's going to leave him behind, maybe? Or, like, well, where did this come from? That's my question. Well, I don't remember understand. when they were doing the podcast for the peacemaking uh, between Jake and Kevin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin asked, I thought we were supposed to be together forever or something similar to that. And then Maisha oh, yeah, yeah. offered her opinion and she said, maybe you guys were not meant to be together forever or something of that sort. And then that kind of confused yeah. Stanley because now he's like, wait a minute. How does she is process that? Is that his real that? name? Or is that his His name proper? is Stanley. Uh, they, his nickname okay. is proper. But, okay. um, so it kind of confused him to the point where he's like, yo, what's going on? How did how did you process that? Is that how you think or how you see our relationship? Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. what he's trying to do is not stop her shine, but kind of slow her down so they can be at the same pace because maybe in his mind he feels like if she progresses a little bit too soon, she may leave him behind. He's going to be left behind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which happened anyway. Not leave him behind, but his behavior caused him to lose her either way. So. Well, he had he didn't lose her yet, did he? Not lose her, but she did say she wanted a break, right? She did. She did. She did. You know, with, with women, I'm not saying that's always the case, but you know, once you have a break, it could go either way. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, we'll see. I think he's got to leave her alone, but it depends on you know where her head's at where she is you know so i feel like for now i'm just gonna say they're not together because <laughs> you know they didn't discuss the terms of the break it was just let's just take a break so right. nobody knows yeah but i definitely did not see that coming with those two like i thought you know they were good they were the the couple that out of three of them you know was the best you know exactly the most the, solid exactly look. yeah and now jake and Gemma, which is ridiculous. very solid and the thing that bothered me and i don't know i don't have any kids but if I had mm-hmm. a 13-year-old daughter and she had Kevin in her room and I saw Kevin leaving her room on camera and then coming back into my house as if he didn't do anything or he wasn't just in the house with my daughter upstairs and then maybe a week mm-hmm. later I see her with Jake, I might have some questions for my daughter. You know what I mean? I don't know. The Gemma's storyline is, and remember I told you, I don't understand her background. Where is her mother? Like, I don't understand. So she's still very hazy to me. I don't really get why she's allowed to get away with so much. Mm-hmm. You know, this, I feel like they've left, I guess they've left it. So maybe they, they can explore later, maybe. I don't know. But they haven't given us enough for me to really understand. I don't the even know if they, her. I don't even know if they would get to it be, because of her character. I don't know if that's important enough for yeah. them to explain to us what her background is because there's so many other things that they have to get into yeah maybe not this season but you know maybe next season or something right 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 but i just thought that the father was a little bit too um free (laughs) too cool with with the fact that Gemma's moved on from kevin to jake and and you know that they're best friends as the father yeah um but like you say maybe they'll get to it next season now let's yeah. transition. And at the same time, we haven't seen her get home yet, so we don't know what ep- what next episode, you know, is going to bring. Because he, if he's going to scold her or ask her questions, he's not going to do it at Trick's house. He's going to do it in his own house. So, you know, we 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 never know. He might have something more to say when they get back. So, uh, we'll see, we'll see. But uh, yeah. let's transition to the sweetheart of the show, Keisha. Oh yeah. This her this boyfriend. Or this gentleman that she works with, Christian. I love him for He's her. He's great. I love him he for her. He is amazing for her. Honestly. I think yeah. that needs that. He's so patient. Right. And patient, understanding. He's not pushy. Yeah. Like, he asked her to come over. Yeah. He'll cook for her. And she was like, nah, I'm not 
all right with it. And he's like, fine, then, then let's go. Let's go to where you're used to um, Emmett's restaurant. Yeah. Like that was uh-huh. very quick. He's very quick on his feet. Very thoughtful. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Um, I like, like where she's I, familiar, basically. Exactly. Where she what's a place she's familiar with where she will see familiar faces and familiar faces will see yeah. her. So in, until she gets over this PTSD, because she's definitely yeah. something is I going on I knew that was going to happen. I sensed it. I was like, he's going to, I feel like him making that decision to consider Keisha as somebody he, you know, he wants to start something with. He knows what he's getting himself into. He knows her story, mm-hmm. you know, because he did say, I know what happened. It was all over the news. So it sounds to me like he's read up on it. He's done enough research to know enough about her, if mm-hmm. that makes sense, until mm-hmm. she tells him what she needs to tell him. Right. So I feel like him making that decision, he was aware of what he made, you know, he, he knew he was going to have to be patient. So I feel like, you know, I love the fact that, you know, he was kind of calming her down and counting, you know, and I feel like I'm also happy about the fact that she's she's trusting as well because mm-hmm. after something like this, you wouldn't trust anyone. Exactly. You know, let alone some random guy that you work with. But the fact that she's allowing herself to be open to the possibility is what I'm happy about for her. Yeah. This Christian dude, he, he, he's the right one for her. Um, now, yeah, I saw this coming. Did you see it coming? She wants her yeah, baby back. Yeah. You know, when she gets in the church, once she went to that church service, I was like, oh, Lord, she's going to ask for her baby back. So at the end... <laughs> When she was like, I want my baby back, I was like, oh yeah. no. And her mom is not in that headspace to do that. Right. And I was having this conversation yeah. with um, in a, a, with my other co-host a couple of episodes ago. And we were talking mm-hmm. about what do you think of being um, cool with or um, being able to be keeping contact with the person you're giving your baby to. Because if, if you continually yeah. keep seeing this child, right, and the child looks she like she signed you, it over, though. I don't think she signed her stuff over yet, though. I don't think so. Also, can you leave the hospital without naming your child? Don't you have to write the child's name on a um, birth yes, certificate? She, okay. Yes. Well, I don't know what it's like on your side of the fence. But here, when, um, you know, when I had kids, they just give them your surname. And then they'll just write, like, if you have a name, then they'll give the baby the name. But it will be, like, your the baby's first name that you've chosen and your surname. And if mm-hmm. they don't have one, it'll just be baby, your surname. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Because, you but know, I don't know what it's like on, on your side. So. Yeah. I don't have any kids, so I don't know what that's like, but I would, I thought that that's the way it was supposed to go. Like what's the name you write on the birth certificate, bada bing, bada boom, mm-hmm. that's done. But maybe it's not but supposed to. think about to... it. People who give away their kids, like give their kids up for adoption, wouldn't necessarily name their child. And the well, couple no, Octavia, not... Octavia, well, you know what? They didn't go to a hospital officially, so it makes sense. Oh, that's true. They that is true. It, it, it was yeah. a home birth, so that makes sense. Yeah. But she asks, like, did you name the child that? Like, she and she's like, not yet. Right, and she not you not got, to say that she shouldn't we have care. Sixty days, I think. Yeah. What? Not to say that Keisha should not care about what the child's name is, but she mm-hmm. her concern for the child made me think this isn't over. She wants that baby back. But do you feel like the reason why, for instance, there are different things that have happened between last episode and this episode. One, there's this guy who's now following her, you know, kind of interested Christian, in her. Who knows her story and too. is okay with it and will not make her feel yeah. bad for having... Like in your mind, you think nobody's going to want me because I've got this. Not like that, but if you've got your, your attacker's baby, this you know, baby. and you're thinking my life is over, I right. can't date. But this guy looks like he's actually willing to consider this child yeah. in the equation so it's like shit hold on actually i can actually do this you know mm-hmm. and the fact that he's asking questions like what's his name blah blah she's thinking no and I then she went know. to the church what'd you say she didn't even know when you know christian asked what, what his name is or was it a boy or a girl she 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 didn't yeah. know what what the baby's name is yeah yeah and when she went to the church and um i think that girl had the was it the christing or whatever and she was just like you know my life's boring but i love it and i think she it started to click that hold on a minute you know my life being not boring but you know having kids i think can be quite daunting it doesn't matter how old you are mm-hmm. you know it, it does stop your life it does you know but i feel like she has the support she has family and i guess sometimes you think can I do this or can I not? So I think initially her feelings towards the fact that she chose to keep the baby was the first step because most people might just decide, I don't want to keep this child. Now that Christian's interested in her, she realizes that it is possible to have a baby and still, you know, 
be in a relationship with somebody completely different, I guess, from the child's father. And um, the fact that um, he, you know, he's, he's completely open to it. So I feel like she might have wanted to give up the baby because she thought her life would be over. But actually, you know, he, I, I, I think I also like the fact that he was actually respectful, that he waited until she gave birth first mm-hmm. before he asked her out. Did you notice that? Because right. he could have asked her before. Right. But he waited until she had the baby. And, you know, he wasn't sure what the situation was, but I'm sure he wasn't stupid. You know, he put two and two together that that was probably the man's baby. But he waited till she'd had the baby and then he made a move, which I thought was quite nice. Now, her kidnapper is dead, right? Yeah, yeah, she killed her. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I, I believe Christian is the right guy for her. And yeah. unfortunately, yeah. I guess we met Octavia uh, for no yeah. reason because I believe that she will you know, give Keisha back her baby. I don't know. I feel like she might have a bit of a fight, actually. I don't know. I, I don't believe it's going to be as smooth as here, take your baby, because, but at the same time, I've noticed that, have you noticed that Octavia saying that the baby isn't settling? Have you noticed? No, I didn't, I didn't see that. There was a point where, obviously, you know, she's pumping the milk and she was saying things like, oh, he's, he's not, it's a boy, I think, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And she was saying, oh, he's not really settling or something. And she was like, do you want to hold the baby? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, yeah, I do. And then she holds the baby and then kind of has like the tear mm-hmm. streaming down her face and stuff like that. So, you know, maybe, you know, after kind of hearing that and thinking, you know, and then finally holding the baby, because I don't think she'd held the baby prior, right? No, she hadn't. Yes. So and this is kind of awkward. Time. Why is- why is she breast uh, giving breast milk to the child? I mean, because breast is best. You know, let's be honest. I feel you, like it, it's no. Some, I understand that, but this is give... no longer your child. Like the relationship. Yeah, but I feel like Octavia is that type of person who wants the best for the child. You know, she's had a home birth. So if you have a home birth, you wouldn't happily give your child formula if you can give them breast milk so and i feel like you, i don't know if you know much about that kind of thing but people actually sell their breast milk so it doesn't have to come from your mother it can come from other people so if it can come from the mother why wouldn't you do that i got you, you know i'm so just I, saying i don't yeah. like the fact that the communication between them is so strong this early into the, the decision to give the baby up because yeah. now look what happened she went to hold yeah. the baby now it's oh this is actually mine. I was this is what I was carrying inside of me. I just gave it away like that. Now I'm having second thoughts. I feel like Octavia was too secure in the fact that she thought she's definitely not gonna want to keep this man's baby, you know. Mm. And the fact that she nearly didn't get the baby and then called her back and was like, "No, you are the one." So in her mind, it was like, "Well, this is a no-brainer," you know. Right. She hasn't even held the baby, not really, you know. I don't know. I feel like people do, like you're saying, people do give up their kids for adoption and still have, you know, that open adoption, so they still get to see their child and whatever it was. So I feel like Octavia maybe really believe that you know what it's going to be okay so long as she can still maybe see the child or not i I don't really know much about adoption in that sense and Mm -hmm. i don't know what type of of adoption that they were going for but clearly it was some form of not open but to that extent it was and obviously unfortunately for octavia this has allowed keisha enough time to change her mind but i don't think it's going to be as simple as octavia saying here take him I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to be that easy. Right. We don't know if she signed anything. We don't like. I, we don't know anything. You know. Right. Well, it'll be um, interesting yeah. to see. Now, uh, yeah. Moving on Nina. from Keisha, Ugh. I got a question for you. In a relationship, mm-hmm. what is the number one most important thing for you in a relationship? Just in general, you mean? No, you okay. you personally. Uh-huh. What do you think is the number one most important thing between two people in a relationship? I think keeping your word for me, you know, if, if, if you say you're going to do something, right, like being reliable for me is, is important. Being that's, reliable. That's for me. Where does communication, yeah. where does yeah, communication, it comes under right? communication, I guess. Okay. So, so would you say it's communication or is it something else for you? Yeah, communications. If you don't have communication, what do you have? Like, you, you know. So I feel like I mean, I feel like in general, if if communication is something that you work on, you know, forever. Like it's not something that you just have and you say, "Oh, we have good communication." People change, circumstances change, and you know. But I'm just the reason I'm saying reliability is because obviously, if it's a thing where somebody says something, like somebody gives you their word that they're going to do something, but then they go and do the opposite or they don't. That really irks me. I don't like shit like that. Like, you have to, like, like, you know, I'm trying to think of an example. 
if you tell me you're gonna it can be as little as example i'm gonna you know come home early today so you mm-hmm. can go and do this you mm-hmm. know but communicate if it doesn't happen i'm not gonna get mad that you didn't come but call me to say oh this has come up you know and so essentially genuine, your, your, would, your answer to that is like the same answer as mine which is communication whatever's uh, going on yeah, talk to me about it yeah. let's make sure yeah. we're on the same page right Exactly. So, so it's not about not doing those things. It's about okay, if you can't do it, let's talk in between, and then I exactly can, okay, and then I can readjust myself. Is, yeah. Exactly. At least inform me. With that being said, yeah. what the hell is wrong with Dre? No, no, I'm not gonna blame. You know what? Okay, she Dre used to blame. And Nina, I feel like it takes two, right? Okay. And I kind of feel like Nina had just as much of a part to play in this because Negative. not once no. did she ask her wife what's up or she did say okay she did she said who are you texting where are you coming from where were you today yeah but i would have just come out directly and just asked and said look i'm not sure what's going on but i'm a little you know something is i I feel uneasy you know but i feel like she kind of tiptoed and she was like who are you texting and but you know it could be general like i mean if i see my partner say who are you texting and they say oh i'm i'm not gonna keep pressing if that makes sense if i'm not worried but if i'm worried i will be like you know you have it off and i'm you know i'm worried what's happening you know you need it so then dre would have caught on that something's up she knew that dre Nina still was wasn't worried. gonna tell her the truth what the why are you t- first of all yes jada has cancer i feel bad for her but why are you being so secretive about it at this point emmett already knows so yes. you could have told Nina and if said, I was Dre, I would have told, right. told Nina. You could have said, if, if I was listen, Dre, I would have told her. Right. You could have just said, Nina, listen, keep your I mouth shut. I just would have told Jay that I told her, but I would have told her. Exactly. Because the relationship with Nina should be stronger than your relationship 100%. with, with, with yeah. Jada. So um, yeah. Yeah. I'm not even mad that Nina stepped out and had a one night stand with. No, I think that was wrong. I feel like you took vows, for instance, and I feel like, okay, it. So as soon as you're you're not sure what your partner is doing, you just go and cheat. Come on, like you know. Well, you thought your partner was cheating. She's not getting back. She's not answering you. She's not being honest with you. Yeah, but that's not that's not the answer to go in because now look at what's happened. Because she wasn't even sure. For me, I would rather confront you and find out what's wrong. And then if I'm gonna do that, then we're not together, and I'm doing that. But I'm not gonna go and stuff because now she's. He's pissed because actually you cheated. And actually it's because I'm not saying Dre has a big part to play in this. I understand. Look what had to happen. Look what had to happen for Dre to tell Nina the truth. But did you see the the relief in Dre? Like once she said it, it's almost like she couldn't breathe. And then when she finally said it, she broke down. You know, so you could see the emotion. Dre was trying to hold it together. It shouldn't have got that far. And when she finally got to tell Nina, it was like, okay. I've said this now, you know? I don't care. So it, she should, wasn't it shouldn't have got yeah. that far, and I'm glad that Nina did what she did with the brat. She deserved it. Because you're run. How much time spent since Dre has been acting like this? And you still won't tell me? This is what it takes? So I'm... I, that's, I, that's the difference between Nina and, let's say, like, for instance, I would have come out and said all sorts of things, and I would have, if I needed to check the phone, I would have done, or I would have spoken to Jade, I would have spoken to somebody, but I wasn't going to sit there and then be a shadow in my own house and then go to a bar and pick somebody up. What's the point? Oh, it's a, it's a, one, night, it's a one night stand. Yeah, but I, I don't think that's that's the way forward. I feel like if you think like that, you, you know, kind of like they shouldn't have got married in the first place. You know, and Dre being a counselor or whatever she is, you know, you'd assume, you know, it's so funny because people assume that because you're a therapist or a counselor. So you, clearly that it doesn't, it doesn't, um, it doesn't go through to her personal life because mm-hmm. you can counsel everybody else, but in your personal life, you still have issues, you know? Right, right, right. Well, listen, my yeah. opinion is now that she knows she's going to have a guilty conscience, but because it was a one night stand, I don't even think this should be brought up. You know what I mean? Sweep that under the rug. What happened happened. Now it I know Jada. Like everything that everything done in darkness will come to light. So it would be in Nina's best interest. For me personally, I think it's it would be in her best interest to tell the truth. Because How would that come to the light? It's gonna fall apart. It's gonna fall apart anyway, right? How would that so come I to light? Like though? Rather... What'd you say? How would that come to light? It will somehow it will even if it doesn't come come to light 
today, tomorrow, it will come to light at some point. I don't know how, but things always have a way of coming back in. You know what I mean? So I feel like, and think about it, she's always going to be looking over her shoulder and kind of wondering shit. Because it's, it's different if she cheated, like, in another country. There's, I'm pretty sure it was their city. Like, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, they're probably going to bump into each other, possibly. Yeah, you know, but I'm pretty sure that being... that bar is known for what exactly would happen. You pick something up, you go home, it is what it is, exactly. right? Exactly. So, so if I feel the like brat... they're all, you know, connected in one way or another. So they're going to bump into each other. Right, but this is, this is what I'm saying, though. That bar may be a bar you go to if you want to pick something up and have a good time, right? So if yeah. you see me out with my partner and you know that me and you had a one-night stand... Don't say anything to me. It's it should be a mutual understanding. Nothing is nothing should be said. Done deal. Do you agree? Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, we can't. You can only hope that nothing will be said. I don't think obviously the brat's gonna come up to her and say, "Hey, you know, whatever." But it's. I feel like her. She has too much of a guilty conscience to kind of let it go on for that long. She's acting different already. So Dre's gonna pick up on that. Hundred percent. She's gonna know something's up. Okay. Well, like I said, this is a little bit different than the situation with Emmett and Tiffany because Emmett actually tried to show that he was sorry and he admitted it before Tiffany did what she did. But then Dre turns around and won't be honest with Nina. So, you know, that's the part that bothers me. Um, But, you know, that's it for them. Uh, I believe we've covered everything. we already talked I about... I think the last part was Imani and Trig, but I don't know if, you know, with, I think was one last thing where Imani, you know, I think when they picked up um, Duda from the hospital and he was like, you know, um, I think he said he didn't trust anybody. And um, Trig had Imani there and he tried to get Imani to leave and he was like, no, she's good, which I liked. Shows equality. He trusts his woman, you know, and Imani turned around and said, trust isn't free. So I feel like she's finally going to get what she's wanted from this whole thing. Right, yeah. right. Okay, they might go get that trap house shut down. Um, yeah. So, is, yeah. Um, well, that leads me into my next thing. Uh, do you have any predictions going forward for uh, what's to come? Um, I'm not really sure. I'm trying to think. I think Kevin, I'm, I'm just wondering what's going to happen with Kevin. I feel like with Duda, I'm not sure what direction he's going to go in right now. Is he going to go back front line or is he going to fall back and let Rosalind run things you know I'm, I'm not 100% sure what to think I feel like everything is so open that it's difficult to kind of predict anything but do you do you have any well no we went over one earlier and that is Jada I believe I'm not going to say next episode but I don't know if Jada and her cancer makes it out of season yeah. four because I don't believe you just introduce cancer I think they'll end it with that. That's what they're going to do. They're going to end it with Jada dying. That's what's going to happen. So it's not going to be next episode, but it's going to be part of the finale. Yeah. And um, I don't really have much to say for Kevin. I just wish that Kevin would have had the conversation with Emmett before he punched Jake. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that either, but it's fine. I think think we can, um, yeah. You see, because we did... I did think that if he had had that chat with Emmett, like you're saying, well, he didn't have Brandon, but the conversation he had with Emmett, they laughed, you know, and had he had that advice before, he might have been slightly less pissed off. You know, he would have probably fallen back a long time ago. Right. So I feel like I was really happy to see him and Emmett back together, you know, right. because I was like, okay, exactly. it's about time. Kevin smiled for the you first know, time. That they get to, exactly. So I feel like the interaction, because the, I think that was the first time I'd seen Kevin smile or laugh in a long time, mm-hmm. you know, being around Emmett. So had he been around Emmett, I think things could have been so different. You know, and it lightened up his mood for, again. And it lightened up his okay. mood with his uh sister. Uh exactly. but remember when and this is very, very small, but remember when Christian uh, put his hands on Keisha yeah, and she, she kinda back? Yeah, she kinda jerked back. I guess she might yeah. still have a little bit of um PTSD. But yeah. when she was sitting on the couch and Kevin just came up to her and like grabbed her on her shoulders and said, Oh, I heard you had a boyfriend yeah. now. Uh, I don't know if she had yeah. that comfort because she was at home, but I felt like somebody that yeah. has PTSD should never feel comfortable enough to, especially the way Kevin rolled up on her and like, you know, grabbed her by the shoulders. Like, Hey, 
I heard you got a boyfriend now. I thought that she yeah. would have, you know, had the same type of nervousness, but maybe that's just No, me. I think of being at home, I feel like that's your home space. You didn't take her from home. So I feel like home is the only place that she can be safe, if that makes sense. Okay. I mean, yeah, that, right. that, that, that was my second thought, that maybe yeah. she didn't jump because she was at home. But, um, yeah. yeah. I... So just to wrap, do you, don't, you don't think that she'll mm. easily get her baby back? No, I think there's going to be a bit of a tussle before she gets that baby. Okay, and we believe that something is going to happen to Jada before the season ends, right? 100%. She's going to die, and it's sad, but, you know. Okay. She's, they're, they're definitely gonna, you know, they need something to kind of keep us invested in this, but I feel like definitely they, they, they're, they're definitely going to end it with something emotional, and I think it's Jada. As you said, she doesn't have much going on, so okay. she's not staying. Okay, and... Is Duda going to finally help Imani and get those girls out of that trap house? I don't know if he's going to help. I don't know if you saw the preview. They look like they stormed the trap house. So I don't think they willingly walked in there. I think it was just one of those things where they still had to... Maybe there won't be any blowback, but they definitely did have to do their own thing. Because if you see next week's episode, they look like they had to storm the trap house. So Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't kind of like a order from Duda to release people. It seems as if maybe he might just turn a blind eye to it. Right, right. Possibly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Depending on his level of involvement in it. And Kevin and Gemma are over. It's now Gemma and Jake, right? B- basically, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. um that's about it for me. Uh do you have anything else to add? No, I'm just excited for episode seven. Like today was it was a good one. It was a good one. So I'm excited to see what we what we see next week. Awesome, awesome. So am I. Yeah. Well, all right then. Thank you for tuning in to the Limitless Experience with Eric. Spread love. Peace out.